0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
1: The game of college football is usually about physical skill and excellent game planning. But a lot of the conversation locally has been about spying. What is this, a Scooby-Doo episode? <laughs> Knives out?
0: It is a Scooby-Doo mystery. It's absolutely absurd what this guy did if that's him. Crossed the line
1: with this one. He broke the rules the other way. Who at the University of Michigan, if anybody, knew that one of their football staffers might have been involved in a pretty intense spying operation? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. There has been a ton of talk about the University of Michigan's football team this season. A good chunk of that is because the Wolverines are currently 8-0 and one of the top contenders to compete for a national championship at season's end. But lately, the conversation has been about a possible cheating scandal. A staffer named Connor Stallions has entered the vocabulary not only here, but across the country. See, Stallions is accused of buying tickets to upwards of 30 college football games so that he could watch future Michigan opponents to steal their signs. On its face, a college football staffer working like James Bond is pretty sensational. But it seems the story gets wilder by the day. Here is an excerpt from the Stoney and Jansen show on 97 won the ticket this morning. They're just down the hall from me.
0: It was taken maybe to a new level
1: yesterday when uh, some pictures, video showed up of somebody that Looks like it could be Connor Stallions in a, I wouldn't say costume, but in disguise maybe, on the Central Michigan sideline during their game with Michigan State. And he was kind of posing as a Central Michigan football staff member with a, like a credential, a badge, to do whatever you want to call it, to get on the sideline and be part of Jim McElwain's staff. I mean, this sounds like it's out of a bad sports movie. And to be clear, we do not know if it was stallions on the Central Michigan sidelines. But it's not like Stoney and Jansen just made this up. Here is WWJ sports anchor Chris Falar. In a story that's already considered one of the wildest we've seen in college football, there is a new wrinkle in the Michigan illegal scouting scandal involving Central Michigan. photos servicing online this week claiming that Connor Stallions, the Wolverine staffer at the center of the sign-stealing saga, was in disguise on the chip sideline during a game versus Michigan State, and it seemed like it could have been a stretch until CMU actually acknowledged that they're looking into it seriously. Now, whether or not the photos turn out to actually be the suspended Michigan analyst, there to steal signs from the Spartans. College football obviously continues to be on high alert as the story continues to unfold in Ann Arbor. Here's my question. How hard could it be to tell who a person is in a picture? If you showed me a picture of my office, I'd be able to pick out every person in that picture. So Central must know who that person is on the sidelines. At least you'd think they would know if that person in question works for them or not. But when the question was brought up, Central Michigan head coach Jim McElwain said he didn't know what was going on. We obviously are aware of a uh, picture floating around uh, with the sign-stealer guy. You know, our people are doing everything they can to get to the bottom of it. We're unaware, totally unaware of it. I uh, certainly don't condone it in any way, shape, or form. You know, I do know that his name was on none of the passes that were let out. Now we just keep tracing it back and tracing it back and try to figure it out. Michigan's head football coach is Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh played quarterback at both Ann Arbor Pioneer High School and the University of Michigan. From there, the NFL. In almost a decade at Michigan, Harbaugh has a 79-25 and 25 record and is one of the highest paid coaches in the country making over $7 million annually.
0: The stuff that makes Harbaugh a great coach gets him stuck in situations like this. He's always pushing for a little bit more. He's always being a little bit, a little bit arrogant and how he deals with, I mean, it doesn't help when he's picking fights with other coaches and other people and, and the NCAA, that part he brings on himself. You don't want to hear this and everybody doesn't do it exactly like this, but sign stealing is very much a part of college football. Otherwise you wouldn't have those giant placards of Britney Spears on the (laughs) sidelines that coaches hold up. Right? So it clearly is part of it. Did Michigan push it beyond ethical
1: and reasonable means? That right there is the voice of longtime ticket host and Detroit News columnist Bob Wojanowski. Harbaugh was suspended for three games at the start of this season, thanks to what the NCAA deemed were illegal recruiting tactics. Back to the Connor Stallions situation, did Michigan break the rules? Here is Yahoo! Sports columnist Dan Wetzel.
0: What he was trying to accomplish is obviously against the rule or what, what anybody would have determined the rule is. The problem with the NCA is their rules are poorly written. They're very confusing. There's lots of little loopholes. Some of the stuff's like, you get into these nuances of like, well, it's against the rule for Michigan to send somebody or any school to send somebody to advance scout. Is it technically against the rule to send someone's buddy to sit in the stands and film it? Like anybody can go film any game this weekend and put it up on YouTube and everybody could watch the stuff. And fans sometimes do that. You know, so it's like, what's the particular rule?
1: But in terms of, like, the spirit of the rule, absolutely. How is Jim Harbaugh reacting to this? Those that follow college football know that Harbaugh is not one to bite his tongue. My co-worker Doug Karsh from 97 Won the Ticket is also the radio voice of Michigan football. So his access point to the team is different than most. I had a chance to talk to Jim Harbaugh about this. And when it came to specifics, and I asked some
0: questions, he... Basically, the statement speaks for itself. The statement denying any knowledge of it. The only thing he said to me is, I don't break NCAA rules. That was the one thing he said. But he was enthusiastic to defend himself. And I would describe him as confident. That was my interaction with Jim Harbaugh. And again, he wouldn't get into too many specifics, but, but that's what I saw. I called back today and kind of followed up on that. And then I've got kind of the affirmative. Yeah, that's that's where he is right now. Um, but did he go into specifics? No, he did not. He just referred to the statement. Harbaugh and Ward Manuel released statements saying that they will cooperate on all fronts with the NCAA.
1: Doug mentioned Harbaugh's statement. In it, he says that he had no idea Connor Stallions was allegedly participating in the football version of espionage. And to be clear, we have no idea if Stallions is guilty of these things or not. But let's say for a second that he is. What should the punishment be? Here is Stoney and Jansen one more time. No matter what, if this stuff is true, what should the penalty be? Well, I think you first have to answer the question of who knew. And I don't believe that Jim Harbaugh knew. I don't believe the assistant coaches knew. Hopefully, there will be verifiable facts. I don't know how you prove either way. Right, who knew it. Who knew it, who didn't. know That's going to be the question. And as far as Harbaugh goes, whether he knew or didn't know is almost somewhat irrelevant. The CEOs of corporations, if— if something is under their watch, he's the chief of staff of that football team. If something happened under him, he's responsible. That's just the way it's been in every realm of life. If you ask sports columnist Dan Wetzel the punishments from the NCAA, they might not even matter.
0: I wouldn't really worry necessarily about what the NCAA penalty is at this point. Most NCAA penalties are kind of obsolete at this point. They're about limiting scholarship numbers or recruiting visits things that no longer matter in the nil world by putting out enough money that you know i can't afford to pay your way for you and your mom to come visit our campus this weekend but if you show up and sign a football for this guy who owns a car dealership he'll give you more than enough to come visit our school right yeah. so you can get around a lot of the penalties the biggest thing would be like a postseason ban the nca penalty here Is the reputational damage and does it chase Jim Harbaugh to the Bears or the Chargers or something like that? You're just not going to live this down as a thing. There's not an escape hatch here.
1: Wojo said it. We may never know what happened here, but it continues to be one of the most sensational stories out there. The Michigan football team has been on one hell of a run over the last year and change. Is this how it ends? Harbaugh is a guy that's known to push the envelope, but this time, did he push it too far? Or did a staffer go rogue? Only time will tell. Maybe. Today's big thanks go out to my colleagues at 97 won the ticket. Tom Milliken, Doug Karsh, Scott Anderson, Mike Stone, aka Stony, John Jansen, and Bob Wojanowski. Also, thanks to Dan Wetzel. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. You want that Daily J delivered right to you? All you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.